0: Hey, 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 everybody! Welcome back to another episode of Hoops and Cards, the weekend edition. Lots going on in the hobby, even though nothing is happening in the NBA. I mean, I, I mean, it's great to know that, like. Oh, precious Achua threw down a, a slam dunk in a fast break that made Sports Center's top 10 today. But, but seriously, not much going on that matters in the NBA on the court, but lots happening in the hobby, even in the offseason. So I'm excited to talk to you guys about it. Stories from uh, my trip to a card show this weekend and kind of what deals I got or didn't get. And, and really some unique strategies to, or ideas for you to think through. Cause I want to help you. I want to serve, encourage, equip you to be a smart collector and investor. Uh, this, this podcast is going to talk about your personal collection and some investing opportunities, especially now that it's the off season. There are some things that are just good deals and guys are too busy salivating over Justin Herbert to be thinking very much about Anthony Edwards. If you know what I'm saying, so let's get after it. So yeah, I'm on my way, guys, to a card show—the uh, my favorite, really—in Hartville, Ohio. You probably can't even find it if you Google Maps it, and that's part of the magic. Part of the magic is they have—they have this enormous flea market every Saturday. That I say enormous—it—it uh, it was ranked one of the 20 largest in the United States. So nothing to sneeze at. Um, if you do sneeze, just cover it up. I'm just saying. But I. Love going here. I uh, haven't been able to be here as much as I wanted to. But going today, just stopped and picked up some cash. Great habit when you're going to head to a card show or a shop. Cash is king. And I don't have to spend it. It's not burning a hole in my wallet. It's there if I find a deal. And as I, I'm i sort of teasing the upcoming episodes on the top ten buys in each conference uh, going into the next season, I, I have... Uh, I'm looking for a very specific set of skills or specific types of cards today. And I just want you to maybe put these as ideas for you, you guys, maybe you've already got this on your shopping list, but with basketball cards taking a backseat, I'm sure they'll be everywhere, but like everybody here will be talking about football, preseason games, starting, uh, you know, every team will have a preseason game by by the end of this weekend NFL quarterback battles rookies like Trevor Lawrence Justin Fields and the like and so lots of people thinking about football I'm looking for deals on basketball of course you knew that no no shocker you knew it so I uh, you know my son like 10 minutes ago before I left the house was like give me some wax I love that my son has a 40 year old man who give me some wax <laughs> uh, maybe there will be some lower prices on basketball wax today, and I might have to, might have to dive in. Um, I'm looking at that price that that prism wax from this current year, or this you know. And then Don Russ, I always think is a good deal. Don Russ plaster boxes, I might I might go there. But I am gonna try to look at the whole show, kind of work the room a little bit. I don't. You know sometimes I go in feeling like I want to I want to say hi to everybody and that's part of the fun and let's meet people and, and I don't know if I'm going to do that today or not I kind of I don't know if you can tell by my voice I kind of feel a little bit groggy a little bit congested not not cranky but I might be if uh you know I don't get some good deals today Ooh. anyway I the, the things I am I am going to keep my eye open for basketball whack but really there are I have two agenda items today, and one is to, I've had the chance to look at what I've got. Um, I'm I'm really thinking as an investor right now, so, or as an investor who likes to display his favorite investments at home once in a while. So, looking at, really, what are the prices today for a good-looking Trey Young cart, a good-looking John Moran cart, I could be persuaded to like a good-looking Michael Porter Jr. card today, and um, it's just weird for me because, you know, I've, I've always looked at other players, but here's what stood out to me as I look at the basketball landscape. Uh, basketball cards and players, and especially rookies of, you know, quality sets or limited cards, of players who either already are the number one or two option scoring-wise on a playoff team. Or they could be something and so number one or two options scoring wise on a playoff team that's a great deal right now that's why I like Michael Porter jr. I think this this next season he puts it all together it for, for a full season and does 20 plus a game. obviously Trey young who spoiler alert is gonna be one of my top 10 buys in the Eastern Conference I love him he's already arrived and yet, somebody should tell his card prices that, guys. If there are if there are deals on a Trey Young Prism, I might be posting a segment here in, in five minutes. Going, hey, I landed one. I scored one. I traded my whatever card, or I, I just I just forked over the cash because, dude. So I'm looking for guys that already are the one or two on their offense, especially on playoff teams. And then I'm also I, I actually spend the first. I don't know, half hour, 45 minutes, or whatever, uh, looking through dollar boxes for rookies of guys who could eventually be the number one or number two on the offense. So that's where names like Kevin Porter Jr. and Tyrese Maxey, Taylor Horton Tucker. I'm looking for R.J. Barrett. I'm looking for deals on rookies who people are, you know, they're putting together their basketball half-price box for August because everybody wants to buy Baker Mayfield's right now. And I'm saying... Give me your Darius Garland. Give me your Colin Sexton. I will take that. I'll take that Isaac Okoro rookie off your hands. No problem. And if oh, I, I forgot. If I see an Anthony Edwards, oh, get out of the way. Get out. Get, the Ant Man coming home. The double team near. Ford Fisher. Nice rotation of play. Buckle up for Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant just sucked the gravity out of the target center. What a play. All right, everybody, so uh, a little bit of an update from my trip to the card show. Uh, First of all, it was awesome. It was crowded and lots of familiar faces, lots of great dealers, and uh, some great deals. I did uh, walk around and take a look at what was all there, and that was really helpful. Um, And, you know, I got there, and I wasn't really into, um, I wasn't really in the mood to talk to and I know that, that may sound funny because I'm like talking to you guys right now, you know, and I like that. Um, and I enjoy, sometimes I really enjoy talking. I really enjoy listening and, uh, hearing other people's stories and perspectives and that. And, uh, you know, at first I didn't really feel like it. I was more in, uh, finding, backfinding finding mode, checking the place out. I wanted to see if there was any basketball wax. Remember, uh get me some wax. I wanted to see too, you know, what, uh, what, what prices were like. And if there were any real, uh, interesting, fascinating cards, you know, I was looking for all the usual duck decks and certainly some of the players you've heard me mention. And I did find some really good looking, uh, Trey Youngs, Lucas, LeBron's, John Morant. But I wasn't real happy with the prices that I saw during the first, Hour or so as I was walking around, and then uh, I went to the outdoor section of this specific card show, and uh, I don't know if it's just being outdoors or whatever, I felt like talking to people (laughs) more. I ended up having like several long conversations uh, and and trade talks too with people that it was just a blast. It was fun talking with them, and uh, some of you guys actually are listeners to the podcast, so that was cool getting your feedback and, and insight and even you dangling some of those Darius Garland's in front of me and say, hey, these cards are here if you want them, you know, if you want them, and I I did, I do, you know, but uh, but yeah, outside, I did see more variety, but I would say this, this whole card show was, it was very much clear that it's football season, and here that means Cleveland Brown's cards, Pittsburgh Steelers cards, lots and lots of Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb. Lots of I was, I was impressed. Lots of Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson and oh my word the Trevor Lawrence. Like I, I, as much as I love this quarterback class and Justin Fields and all that, I I don't think there's any product out yet with the pro uniforms on them. And you know I, I think a lot of people are waiting for that. And when those come out, the value of the the college cards go down a little bit. I just like having. Uh, great players and Ohio State players. That's just part of my PC. But this place was packed with football, Prism Draft Picks, Chronicles, all the things. And so I was like, all right, I'll be looking for some basketball deals. And in some places, it looked like the basketball cards would be good deals. It did feel like a lot of the guys there that that you know that are all season dealers. They. They left some of their best basketball cards at home because A, they wanna keep them, B, they don't wanna sell them while that part of the market is down. And they don't want hogs like me and you coming in taking their their trays and their stuff and their you know scions at 40, 50% off what they were six months ago. So they wanna hold on just like you and I do. But But I eventually did find some deals. And the other thing I did with this one is I, you know, I had cash on hand, but I also had a few cards that I was willing to trade. So I, I was pretty grateful that I did that. Um, I sold a couple of cards too. I really enjoyed. Uh, there were three or four of you guys that was just great to talk with for a while. Tom, Steve, Brett, Josh, Bruno, or was it Zach? And my ink, lots of Kurt. Should have recognized him right off the bat, but yeah, it was it was lots of fun talking with people, and uh, thank you guys for making that just a blast outside and some of the deals that we made, some of the input help you guys gave me. I think you go, we got to realize as much as hey, maybe you might feel your collection is your own. There's a there's a great community, of connectedness with all of us in the hobby, and we have a lot to learn from each other and to encourage each other with. So I had a couple cards where guys are like yeah you, you don't want to sell that card and then there was another where it's like okay maybe that trade makes sense for you you know uh, that was actually helpful to work the room a little bit but I'll say this I, I had a chance to get a card that it's one of those rare crossover cards where you know is this for my PC or is this for investments well this one is definitely both I uh, you know I noticed this card right off the bat, partially because I, I was looking for, John ja Morant was one of the guys that I wanted, you know, on Saturday, and I didn't have a nice graded rookie of Ja, so I thought, hey, if, I, if there's a good deal on him, which I ironically passed up at the last show, you know, I could have had one of his uh, prism base rookies, PSA 9 for 65, I think was the guy's asking price. I probably could have got him down to 55, you know, or at least 60. And uh, so all that to say, I, I'm walking by, looking through guys' cases, and uh, see I, I see this green, this beautiful green prism, card number 249, John Morant, rookie. And uh, the story behind it is, about March of 2020, when I started to really get back into buying and selling cards, this card was one of the first real, I don't know, Flash purchases. I was only like buying five and ten dollar cards, maybe three dollar cards, and and at the same time I saw this card raw at uh, Newhart Cards in Delaware, Ohio, and um, you know I thought it's John Morant, it's green, it's a cool looking card. I'm I'm just crazy about this product and this player, so I spent sixty bucks to buy it raw, and I probably sold it three months later for a 100 and so i'm like hey look look at this flip i'll start a podcast and tell people i made money no it it was more like uh later on i regretted it because ja is a long-term star, and that's the kind of card you you hang on to or you grade and uh you just hold on to for a while and so here was that card and i asked how much the the guy was selling it for and it was reasonable and i thought well I don't have that much money on me but maybe we could do a trade and so that's where a trade happened uh, actually actually we, we talked about a trade and then I'm like I I need to think about that <laughs> because I'm like I don't want to give up the card that I would be giving up either which was a football card so in fact uh, worth it to focus on basketball for me and to get a Ja Green PSA 9 so love it that was a big big winner for me but li- like I said I, I go in with guys that I like, and then I wind up being there and seeing all the others. I'm, I'm, yeah, the top 10 in each conference of buys. You know, I'm seeing other players that I just, I just love who are on that list and, and finding deals there. And then there's other guys who aren't even on those lists, and yet I see a card and it's like, mm, if, I, if I do like that card, the time to buy it is right now this part of the year you guys know that this is buying season hello hello so I you know I came home with a variety of other cards several LeBrons I came home with uh Karis LeVert I came home with Brandon Ingram and Jalen Hurts oh football oh what happened there you know I just had had to get at least one of his rookies Um, but I'm always going to notice Brandon Ingram at uh, a decent price even though it was a base I'm like you know, Brandon Ingram, those 2016 Optics, or any guys really, as I was going through the card show, this is this is important, beyond me just rambling, I'm saying, I started to notice uh, more and more that I was gravitating toward parallels and graded cards, or numbered cards, things that were a little bit more rare, because so much of my cards to this point have been base cards or graded base cards and that's great i just realized that's most of what i've got and that's most of what psa is grading for me and i've got a box to send into star stock full of base cards so i'm doing all right with base i just i needed some color i needed some diversity i needed some graded cards some special maybe they're going to be more rare or lower population cards so that's what i gravitated towards but i'll say this in the process Um, I learned a ton I learned a lot from talking to you guys from uh, asking questions from just listening around the table sometimes listening in on other trade deals you know don't don't try to get in on somebody else's trade just listen and and learn from it and celebrate with both sides I saw some really good good deals go down and that was cool also saw some guys walking around with real expensive cards trying to to sell them or trying to make deals. And uh, it made me think maybe I should set up a table next time because sometimes the best deals just come to you. Uh, But I'm excited to have uh, several other guys who were there at the Hartville Card Show, uh, be a part of the Hoops and Cards community and even to be interviewed on future podcasts. I came away uh, from two conversations, thinking about my strategy and wanting to share these guys and their strategies with you. So whether it's for investing or collecting, I think there's some fascinating, uh, take homes or some lessons I learned from the conversations on, on Saturday. And one of those is this, I have, I have often, as I look through the, the basketball card landscape, I have often, uh, gravitated towards just the mint, like the PSA nine or 10 or those that could grade that way. and. The thing about those is a lot of them are from the last couple years, like the affordable ones are the last couple years. But those may be overproduced, overgraded, and there may be such a high pop count that eventually the values right now could go down because there's so many what, millions left at grading companies that are going to, you know, drive up the population and drive down the price. So I started to wonder after a, a conversation uh with the guy who mentioned and the, the guy, Steve, you mentioned that, uh, hey, sometimes you're buying PSA six, seven, and eight, of awesome cards. Uh, whether it's, I mean, I'm thinking it maybe go home and look on eBay for Giannis rookies in a PSA seven and LeBron rookies in a PSA seven or eight. Like if the real value is in, Hey, this is an older card, like pre 2016. Isn't that funny that I'm saying that's older, but yeah, pre the the Junk Slab era, pre the Junk Prism era, right? A, a 2013 Giannis PSA seven might be a steal right now. It might be a long term. We're all wishing we had bought it, no matter what it's graded. Same thing with LeBron Top Chrome 2003. There are a lot of cards out there. Kevin Durant rookies. Like, are you searching only for PSA nine or 10? You know, or should I, should I be? Sometimes because of price, sometimes because of flexibility. Should I be trying to find like? I'm going to buy four or five LeBron rookie PSA sixes, you know, and hold on to some long-term sell a few along the way. Just an interesting strategy. The other part uh, came in a conversation, Brett and Dave about like, help me understand (laughs) while I'm, while I'm waiting, you know, this could be going on two years at some point for some of my PSA cards. Like what about, HGA, FGC, Beckett, uh, what about a strategy for buying and grading those cards at an economy or value price and say, you know what, it may not have the, the power, the value, the, the shine of a PSA grade, but I could still make money, get my cards back quickly, and it makes buying raw uh, recent cards worthwhile. I think there's something to be said for that whole strategy, and so... Uh, I think that's worth talking about. I'd love to hear what you guys think about buying uh, something other than PSA 9 or 10. I, I love those. But what about HGA and SGC grades? What about PSA 7 and 8? How are you diversifying? I did also feel like, man, everybody wants graded cards. That's not that's not any big news. I, I wonder what what it's like in in Connecticut, Milwaukee, chicago i wonder what it's like in the philippines are are people noticing graded cards and and preferring those i mean you can get some great deals on raw cards which i did and i do and i I, that's a a great opportunity but i'm also as i'm driving home with mostly raw cards i'm thinking all right what am i going to do with those and and in reality i don't have to do anything with them i enjoy those cards but but i could resell them when that player's value is up sell them raw or I could send them to a place that will grade them and triple their value you know that's an interesting play so I had a great time at the card show I wanted to go to another one today just didn't work out family is and family time is is priceless for me as I know it is for a lot of you guys so I was not able to make it would love to hear what your weekend deals that you guys scored and uh, yeah maybe you maybe you got a John Moran I, I just know it was a big, uh, for my collection-wise, a big week because I was able to consolidate and get two cards I really, really wanted. So, John Morant, green, prism, rookie, PSA 9. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, I'm checking the tracking on that silver PSA 9 because it's almost here. Zion to his strong side. And hey. go going to the line. And he's a foul and never went out.
1: Hey guys, that was a great episode. I love sharing and learning from your experiences, and also talking about mine. <laughs> no shocker there. Uh, here's a challenge for you: uh, since we're all in this together, right? I have uh, told you that I'm coming out with top ten buys in each conference for the all uh, for the All Star season, for the All Star game. No, for the off season, and uh, you know that is coming, but who would be on your list before you listen to mine and let me brainwash you. Think and research and look at the market. What players are going to be valuable no matter what? What players are down farther than they should be? And what prospects do you like and why? So I'd love to hear yours. I've already got mine. I'm not changing my list, uh, even though I got Julius Randall bugging me every night on twitter like come on dude put me on i'm like dude julius that was so last year okay (laughs) no i'm just kidding julius we're cool i that is not one guy you want to get upset at you so i want to say nothing but positives about julius randall make your own list and like like i did think about different categories prospects rising stars and goats you can't buy all the goats there's very few of them anyway. You can't buy all the stars or rising stars. You just can't. You can't even understand their market and how their value goes up and down. We we have to focus collecting the guys you love and investing in, in guys that make sense at the time and that you know their market, the ups and downs. So who are your rising stars? Who are your prospects? I would love to hear them. You know I would, and I'm still like sending out free cards to any of you who say, yeah, I want one. Here's my address. I promise you, I'm not going to sell that address to, you know, Spectrum TV or the NFL network, or, you know, I I don't, I don't remember your addresses after I mail something. So I don't care. Um, I mean, I'm glad you live where you live, but you know what I'm saying? I just am sending out free cards, uh, usually rookies of 2019 or 2020 in the NBA. So also Instagram at hoops and cards, the full word at hoops and cards, Direct message me. I'd love to follow you back on Insta and uh, hear your thoughts, your questions, your feedback too, because, you know, I love hearing it. And uh, it's fascinating to me how many of you have just started listening in the last few weeks, or you just jumped back into the basketball card hobby after this basketball season. So maybe the the rise of basketball cards is not about to fall. It's just going to be more like waves every year. More of us come back to the hobby. And boy, it's a learning curve, but it's a lot of fun. So yeah, email me at hoopsandcardspodcast at gmail.com. This is Gary, your host, signing off. Did not mention any specific players on the Memphis Grizzlies today. I realize that some of you have, in fact, complained to the to the sec and to the big 10 that i mention a certain power forward or stretch four from memphis who attended a certain university in lansing that i refer to this gentleman in way too many episodes and i've been i've had some of you say you know what i'm so done listening with this podcast gary i'm just so tired of the guy with with three initials that are the same letter referring to himself as uh you know a rising star who um you know, was a rookie in the 2018 rookie class. Prism card number 66. Anyway, signing off. Have a great week. Jalen Noel finds Anthony Edwards and sidesteps for three, and that was very James Harden-esque.